All Things Techie Podcast is a product of the Extreme Media Network. For advertising and sponsorship opportunities, please visit www.extrememedia.ie. That's X-T-R-E-M-E, media.ie. Welcome along. It's the All Things Techie Podcast, episode 58. Thanks for joining us. My name is Justin Dawson. And as always, if you'd like to get in contact with the program, you can visit our website at www.allthingstech.ie. You can tweet AV Tech Junkies, or you can uh, comment on the show at, uh, at Justin or Dawson. It's my personal Twitter handle. And all the details on our official website, www.allthingstech.ie. In this episode, we're talking about, finally, a sigh of relief. And courtesy of Foils and Hogs, this video, you can finally leave WhatsApp groups silently this month. Oh, bloody WhatsApp group. Wait, that's it, I'm leaving it. So you want to leave the WhatsApp group? You want to leave the WhatsApp group? He wants to leave the WhatsApp group. Uh, uh, yes. And why? Why are you leaving? Why, Kevin, why? Well, there's just so many messages. We're your friends. Don't you like your friends? No, I like my friends, yeah. Don't you like Saturday morning frisbee? Well, yeah, but it's not about frisbee anymore. It's just got tons of memes and gifts and... G Does anybody know a good plumber? It's like every time I open my phone, there's 300 unread messages. It's just banter. Everyone likes banter. Well, well no, it was Jen's birthday last month. I mean, like, 75 identical messages all wishing her a happy birthday. Oh, what's the matter with that? Don't you want her to have a good day? Oh, yeah, sure, but I don't even know her. I mean, she's in my phone as Jen Frisbee. You know what? You can leave. That's fine. We don't mind. Oh, yeah? Of course. Yeah, no one's standing in your way. Oh, okay. But you know what'll happen then? What will happen then? Everyone will talk about you. Why, Why did he leave? leave? What's, What's his, his problem? problem? Doesn't he, he like us? Something he said. said. Oh, no. On and on it'll go. And you won't even know what they're saying. Because you left. Don't go. No, no, it doesn't matter. I've had enough, okay? I'm leaving. Fine, but you can't go now. Why not? Well, Max is just writing something. If you go now, he'll take it personally. Poor Max. What has he got against Max? He doesn't like Max. No, no, I like Max. Well, that's not what Max is going to think. It, it, it doesn't matter. Look, I, I, I've got to go. It, it, there's never going to be a good time. Well, then how are you going to hear about Frisbee if you leave the group? What about to send me a text message? Will they? A text message? No one uses regular texts anymore. But, but they'll call me then. Call you? On a phone? Be reasonable. Remember what happened when Darren left the group? Uh, who? Exactly. No, no, Darren, I, I remember Darren. I went to school with him. He's one of my friends. When is the last time you saw Darren at Frisbee? Oh, no. I was meant to call him. Oops. Ow. No, 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 I'm going. Where's the exit button? So that's it. You're just going to leave. Yeah, the settings. You're not even going to write anything. Just go. Wow. The chat settings. You know, all it's going to say is Kevin left. That's it. That's cold, Kevin. Notification settings. That's all we're getting after all this time. So cold, Kevin. There it is. Yes. <laughs> you can never leave, Kevin. Never. Yes, it's, we've been waiting for that moment for Facebook or Meta to tell us that, you know, that WhatsApp group that you've been involved with in for months and years that you want to secretly leave and tell no one or the Irish goodbye. You can now do it. It's brilliant. So uh, that's coming up uh, later on in the program. We, we will be talking about different WhatsApp groups that you have been involved in. We would love to hear from you. Comment uh, comments at allthingstech.ie uh, or you can tweet us um, or you can get involved by uh, sending us a message through our website. 
What has been the most annoying WhatsApp group that you have ever been in that you have secretly wanted to leave or the Irish goodbye and get out of? We want to hear your funniest comments and uh, we'll include them in next episode of the All Things Techie podcast. Uh, we'd love to hear uh, what you did. Did you silence the group for a year? Um, why Why did you want to leave the group? So the funniest comes to allthingstech.ie and uh, we'll include them in the next episode of the program, episode 59, and we'll give away some prizes as well for the best answers. Uh, here's another one of an administrator telling people that they can't leave their WhatsApp group. How dare they leave that WhatsApp group? You do not leave a group. You wait, you either private message somebody and say, please remove me from the group, but you do not start this rebellion by removing. Do you know how many people want to leave that group? I'm the administrator and I want to leave the group. You cannot do that. Hello? So this is what we're going to do. I'm going to put you back on the group and then I will remove you from the group. Okay. But you're going to say, I'm sorry, that was a mistake. Okay? okay? We cannot have this. We cannot have people just remove... Do you know how many groups I'm part of that that I, I, I've i never even opened up the message once? But you just cannot leave. There's there's no social... You do not know social normalcy. You never, ever, ever leave a WhatsApp group. Now, as I mentioned before, listeners, I have an autistic pre-verbal son that I fight for day and night for um, against the healthcare system in Ireland and of course uh, education and trying to get him the proper placements and skills but because he's pre-verbal when I read a story recently on a family support group of a pre-verbal autistic child who uh, was a flight risk and got out of the house and was found by the guards but the guards didn't know where this child had come from um, it scared me and wanted me to look into some technology to make sure that like my son would never go missing and uh, have no contact details on him. Now, of course, there's the type of Apple watches that <laughs> a five-year-old, you don't give a five-year-old an Apple watch or as a tag or even the Apple tags, you know, could go missing. So uh, earlier on, I caught up with Lee Cunningham, who has a website called You hyphen ID me uh, set up a couple of years ago and Lee explained to me what his product does to protect both children and people that have medical conditions that may be found that need medical assistance have a listen to this so Lee first of all thank you for joining us on the All Things Techie podcast um, how I came across you ID me is um, a story and I, I even spoke to Lee about this um, by email um, there was a my son's autistic of and going on five years of age uh, in about two weeks time and uh, pre-verbal and i read on a family forum an autistic support group family forum that uh, of a child of 10 or 11 years of age that was pre-verbal that went missing and ended up that a, a adult found her and brought her to the police station and sort yeah. of that's where it it it, it lies and that scared the crap out of me, you know, thinking yeah. that, like, especially knowing that my son is a flight risk. Um, I'd say, like, is this one of the reasons that UID me came around, Lee? Or, like, how did this concept come around? Because what I did afterwards is I found Lee's 
site uh, got a Velcro bracelet, a Charles Velcro bracelet with an ID card. I, I'm not going to ruin all the questions I have for Lee today, but uh, with an ID card, it's an NFC. It can be scanned, and I know straight away if someone scanned it and alerts me to someone's found my child. But that's just one side of Lee's whole uh, project. So, Lee, t- talk us through how, how UID came around. Okay. How far back do you want me to go? <laughs> as far back as you like. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I, obviously, you know, you, you come on podcasts and I did a, a little bit of looking at yourself and, and, and I, I, I looked at your podcast and looked at what you and Simon do. And, um, and then I had a, a little snoop at your own website as well, because obviously it invites you to do that. And I, and I quickly realised, I thought, well, actually, you, you've done a lot in audio visual and that's what, what you love. And that's your passion. And um, so going right back, I mean, I'm, I'm 50, coming up 52 this year. But um, when, I, when I left school and went to college, I, I, I did, um, I started, um, it was back then at Salford Technical College back then, which was a, um, it was a sound recording course. Oh, very good. Yeah. And, and, and it was a, an ND, a national diploma in uh, electronic engineering uh, as well. However, uh, I quickly realised when we was messing around with um, circuit boards that I was colourblind. And so, <laughs> <Uh-oh. yeah. laughs> so, I know, so I, I, I went working for uh, British Telecom, where I spent 15 years with BT uh, and took early release. And, and whilst there, you know, you, you get developed and... Um, they sent me in all kinds of courses, one of which was um, to, to write code for like um, websites, really, but PHP code and uh, looking at SQL as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I left BT. I went working for a, a borough council eventually. Uh, didn't like that. And then in, in 2012, um, I set up my own company. Now, the reason I did that is because I, I actually created um, a reflective uh, a reflector for cyclists and runners and to supplement the sales of that i bought in uh, some wristbands which were very similar to the ones that you bought for your own son mm-hmm. uh, but they were reflective because it kind of it, it, it to me it had a safety aspect it was reflective so i thought well the two go together and then i realized that this company um also manufactured a range of medical id bracelets as well and so i thought well We'll try them and they were brilliant now, they were exactly the same as what you bought for your son but um i, I also have a daughter um who's um much older now but she she has cystic fibrosis and okay therefore she she has a lot of medications and i remember her saying i gave her one of these uh, bracelets justin and i said they go you know use this it's a great idea and but this was kind of pre any tech with it it was just uh, very rudimentary you wrote your, de- your details on the cards that go inside the, the the sleeve and um and she said dad if you think i can fit all my medications on that then you must be out of your mind so what i did was then i looked well how could we fit more inside there and the answer was nfc mm. an nfc tag on the back of the um on the back of the card a little bit like a library book you know like the very worth the thin um, it was, it's literally, it was about 14 mil wide and you could just store enough information on there for a URL. Yeah. So I thought, brilliant. If we could, if we could put also a QR code with that as well, a unique ID, and then if it's scanned or it's read with, with a, an NFC open device, then of course 
we can take someone to a page. And if we can take them to a page, well, you know, you could, you've got unlimited kind of information that you could store there on. Um, and that, that was it really. She was my first non-paying customer. <laughs> and back then um, I was, it, it wasn't a coded website so much, but I was keeping, you know, updating everything for people in those early days. Mm. But obviously it ran away with me and, and I quickly had to, um, to get the website developed, um, I said professionally, um, so that people could update their own profile, log in, it'd be secure environment and what have you. Mm-hmm. So, um, so the original idea was my own daughter who has a, a she, she had multiple medical conditions and it was fitting as much information as possible onto that, into that bracelet. From there then I, uh, as w- one of the, um, the, the kind of developments of the product was to be able for it to alert people. So this is where if somebody scans or reads the, uh, the, the bracelet, the QR code or the NFC tag, or, or indeed puts the unique ID into the, the web portal, then that can not only give a paramedic or a first responder the information about that person, but also to notify their emergency contacts. And that is so crucial. That is so amazingly crucial. That, that, I, I just find that, that like I, I was testing it out and I know you have a, a demo version and then I subscribed. That the fact that is that I could see straight away who that person mm. is that has access to the, the page and their number. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then that, that actually the, came as a later development. So one of the issues was um, we're, we're getting um, false negatives, I think you would call it. So, so basically, you know, from time to time in the early days of once we'd introduce the alerts, um, people would say, someone would get in touch and say, um, my husband, I've just had an alert to say my husband's got a, a problem and he sat right next to me on the, the couch watching, right. watching TV. And it, it might be because, you know, he put his mobile phone in his pocket or, or, and he has a, a card or a, or a bracelet or whatever and, and it just activated it. So obviously we, we then incorporated, um, it, it's basically like it, it, before it sends any alert, it warns the person that's read the, the, the code uh, to say, we're going to send an alert. Would you like to pass on your details? So they can, if, if they've got time, then they can put, you know, obviously, Joe Smith, paramedic, you know, whatever, and their number. So then it bridges the gap between the first responder and the, the emergency contacts, which, is, uh, which has been good. Customers tell us they love that. Yeah, no, I, I like, and it, it was it, it was like a pop up that came up on the page that uh, straight away, which which is fantastic. That, and as you say, if they have time, they can they yeah. can use it. That, yeah. that like what I really like about the bracelet is not only the NFC, but it's a Velcro. Like when you have an autistic child, like yeah. I've I've looked at other things like that that you can have little wristbands. I thought the wristband would be. Uh, too loose or what he 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 mouths everything so he chews everything so i was thinking is it going to try and chew this yeah. bracelet off but it's it's waterproof you, you've given a, a good few different uh the velcro is strong so like even yeah. if he gets a bit of the velcro off you know i i, I noticed before he's he's teared it off completely and yeah. like you you have a bit of a range of these products like you you, you designed some that were necklaces with just the the um 
the web address or the ID co code on it. Um, but have you ever thought of like with the actual bracelet itself making it an NFC just without the piece of paper, or do you think the piece of paper is is a vital? Um, well, it's possible to to get an NFC, uh, what they call a, a laundry tag. So, yes. so yeah. have you seen these? There's, yes. there's like little smarties. It looks just like a little plastic button, and there's a possibility that that could go. Um, underneath one of the, um, they're all embroidered tags, as you know, on the on the fabric bracelet. Mm. Um, so it, it, there's a possibility because they're very flat and they're very small, and it, it um, I think it would definitely hold the the number of characters that we, you know, the constraints of a of a URL, for example. Um, I think what what steered me away from that was that the at the time the problem is. Uh, Apple, uh, in the at the time, Apple the the NFC uh, encoder in, inside the Apple iPhones was was locked down basically for the Apple okay. um, payment um, system. Now I don't use Apple; I use Android. And similar, yes, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, I don't like being locked down. <laughs> no, well, ex well, exactly, and I I can't stand you know it, all the proprietary technology when you know. Uh, when you when you have you you kind of force down a certain avenue um, is is why I don't like the, the the Apple system, but you know who can argue with with such a a high kind of user population, um, so one of the original concerns was do we UID relies on um, a constant stream of people purchasing uh, products, so mm. when they get the products obviously. We, they, they all get the unique ID and then it's up to them whether, of course, they register it. Now, it's be very easy for them with some of our products, such as the Velcro band, to not register. They might just want to write some, keep it really simple. Uh, they might have, um, you know, privacy kind of concerns uh, where they just want to keep it really simple and write a couple of emergency of course. Yeah. And, 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 you know, who, who can blame people for that these days? But obviously, it is a numbers game. So uh, I would say it's well over 70% because people know up front when they buy our products that, you know, what, what they're capable of. But in the early days, it was more of a case of they bought the wristband and then when they got it, they got the little brochure like this and they thought, oh, what's this? You know, and then they, they kind of, that's what, what caused it to grow so quickly. Because I think people just thought, well, this is a good idea because I can store multiple medical conditions and all the medications and, and what, what have you. Um, so back to the NFC, it was really Apple. Now, it may, may be now that you can get like a plug-in for the, 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 the latest iPhones that allow you to use the, the NFC decoder inside the phone mm -hmm. or things other than Apple mobile payment. Um, I'm not sure. But what I have found is that our metrics show us that um, QR is always more popular than uh, NFC and the unique ID actually physically typing it into the portal is even more popular. It wins hands down. It's like nine, nine out of every 10. Right. Okay. And that, yeah. that's, and it's great that you actually have those type of stats to have yeah. to say yeah. that like um, what you can use because yeah, you, I, I also thought afterwards, and like you, you even mentioned, I wouldn't want Kieran wearing my son wearing a wristband and giving a false negative to someone that has their phone in their pocket. He might swipe off someone's jeans and 
and then all of a sudden I'm getting an alert saying yeah, yeah. So, and, yeah. And, and that is like I know you you have increased the security of someone having to put in their details or or whatever but yeah. if that popped up on a random person's phone on a train or on a bus that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. so um yeah. but people people probably would say when like oh okay UID fine that that's all well and good but there's there's technology out there why don't you give a kid a phone and they go yes you can give a kid a phone but yes. you can you know um for people that have children with additional needs this is a great product and um, people have turned around to me before and said oh you can buy watches that have trackers that could but again the same thing it's like it's an electronics it's um keeping keeping the device charged at all times the lovely thing about a bracelet like this is you're relying on the person that has found the child whether they've had a medical condition or whether they have gone lost that they can literally take out this tag piece of paper qr code or the nfc or just read the numbers attached to it and be able to make the emergency contact which is fantastic yeah 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 the um I, I definitely agree with what you're saying there firstly back to that point what you raised about like a false negative and um, thinking with nfc um it, it is it's in i mean it stands for near field doesn't it so it's got to be within an inch um of the the tags that we use uh, before it's read so the chances of a of a of a, of a, of a like on the train, you know, a false negative is very, very minute, I would say. Um, however, if you were sat next to someone on the train um, and they saw the, the NFC sign, if they were, you know, so inclined, they, they, they may just try to use the phone or whatever. But yes. I don't think so. I think it'd be very, it'd be almost like, you know, being touched on the train. You know, it's like yeah. very, very close. Um, so the QR works because of it's concealed. You know the 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 uh, the ID cards concealed inside the bracelet. Well, that said, you know we have products where the QR is visible. We have um, uh, it's like a military ID tag, and it's got a QR code on the front, and people love those. Um, they really do. But then it's right next to the neck, so you would you be need to be quite invasive to take a phone and start scanning someone someone if they you know if they just stood in front of you. It's, unlikely i think to have yes yeah yeah and um, now so where, where i see you have a couple of ideas and you you've, you've brought to my attention your walk alone personal safety explain yes. to me that this is a this is a new service and new product that you, you you've unveiled it's it's totally well it uses exactly the same uh, technology that, that we're using but it's the we've just had to kind of re-engineer it a little bit because um, be, because it, it now becomes a button in the center of somebody's screen that can be pressed if they find themselves in danger, if they become scared or they don't feel safe for, for some reason or other. Um, so yeah, it's, it is uh, predominantly it's the same technology. Um, it sends alerts to, up, it uses the exact same database. So you would need to be a UID me user and have a profile uh, before you could actually get the walk alone, and, and it is brand new. I mean, it's I've been, I've been finishing things off just today on the. Oh, so is this an is this an app, Lee? On on the no no it's no not. It's, no it's not an app. But that said, it could well be if the the take up is um, is considerable. Is we've had a what we did is uh, late twenty twenty one, 
put an email out because I, I was talking to my developers and I was putting an email, put an email out just basically asking. I put a simple page up um, with a, a, a short survey. And I just, it was, you know, that thing about asking your customers what they think. And I also wanted to know when they, when they said they liked the idea and, and they kind of building this short, so it's two question survey. Um, who did they have in mind when they um, completed that? Was it for them? Or was it for someone that they know and love, you know? Mm. And, and obviously got a mixed bag of responses. But the responses were so, were so great that it was worth getting the developers to re-engineer and code it. Um, and then we had to obviously test it because it, it does work slightly different. It, it, um, when it sends the alerts out to the emergency contacts, it first of all um, grabs the geo the, from the GPS coordinates, grabs that that kind of Google Google Maps reference and adds appends that to the SMS uh, alert. So uh, we needed to kind of test that as much as possible with as many different mobile service providers, and that <laughs> that was really difficult. There's about seven hundred different um, numbers, you know, prefixes. The all seven in, in the in the UK anyway. Yes, yes. All seven, you know. Um, so we did some testing on that. Then we did some, like literally, we were sitting in different places and testing it and saying, "I'm outside the post office." You know, what's he saying? And they said, "Yeah, yeah, it's like it's you're on the map, kind of thing." So it's pretty accurate. I mean, it's it's very, um, you know, it's very good. Um, so, so tell me how exactly it works with with if someone was walking, uh, male or female, walking along. Yeah. Like th this story just brings me back to uh, during COVID lockdowns and Ashley Murphy, a 23-year-old Irish primary school teacher in, in Ireland. She was walking along the canals and she was murdered in, in broad daylight uh, on the 12th of January, 2022. Actually, this year, earlier this year. Um, now, you know, like, and like Ireland came out in force and just, especially Irish women came out in force and said, this yeah. enough is enough, you know. Yeah. Um, so, it's not an app, but so how how does someone trigger the alert? Right. So uh, the first thing they they need to have is a UID me profile. Now they can they can actually get that free. So mm -hmm. um, they can register and they they, they they register. They put in all the same details as um, like you would have done for your son. Obviously not word for word, but that, uh, that's pertinent to them. The only thing that may not um, be appropriate is that they, they might not have a medical condition. So they can just put in that field, they can put, you know, none and, th and that's it. But all the other information such as their emergency contacts um, and other information that might be a good idea in an emergency, mm -hmm. or, you know, if they want to leave the blood group and the, you know, the allergy information, all that, they can leave that if they wish to, but they don't need to. Mm -hmm. Once they've got that profile and they've got the walk alone uh, service active, then they can literally, if they feel in, in, that they're in a situation where it could be dangerous. So for example, if, you know, you say the girl was walking up, the, the lady was walking along the canal, if a, you know, if a girl leaves a nightclub and gets separated from her friends, that, that, those kind of situations, then they can, um, they access the, the tool and it puts a, a simple button in the center of the screen. And it, it literally just says on the button, send alerts. Now, everything else is pre-configured, you know, the, the names and the contact numbers of their contacts. So when they arm it and, and that button becomes live, 
it, it's ready right and it's on you know and that's that and if they feel in danger and they, they feel they need to press it then they just obviously like oh, it's, it's, it's but it, it, it's not an app it's it's a it's, 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 is it a physical button is it or no 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 it's it is it's a it's a on on screen button on screen button brilliant yeah yeah, it's, yeah. To, to some to some extent the you would kind of like need to be um, need to be ready yourself. You know, you need to have that screen up and ready. Yes. Once it's there, and it's, it, you know, if you're feeling unsafe, then you can press it, and then it sends the the alert. And the alert is very, very. Um, the wording in the alert is purposefully quite alarming. You know, it says, it says, you know, Justin, it's Lee. Um, I feel, you know, I'm in danger uh, or I feel scared or I feel unsafe. I need a help, you know. And the, the nice thing is if a jogger was going along, for example, and they, you see joggers that they have their phones attached yeah. to their arms. Yeah. The nice thing is they could have that button ready to go and ready mm. to press yeah. on screen. Now, does it work on a lock screen on the phone or do you have to unlock the phone? No, they would need to unlock the phone. Okay. Yeah, we. I have looked at um, the various Bluetooth devices, which there's a possibility because you can use, you can use Bluetooth devices, like for example, to operate the the shutter. You know, if you're using your camera. Yes. So we will look at uh, again if the take up's good enough, then we'll look at integrating that. But that's probably more than likely going to come if it goes to app. Yes. What we felt is that we've got a perfect tool with UID Me to trial this. You know, mm. to see what the take up is like. And the interest has been really high. Um, we put a video up today. You know, it's obviously not, I mean, literally it's today. It's not had many uh, hits yet. But the the survey that we did back in, in the late part of 2021 showed us that, because um, there's 20,000 users on the UID me. Um, wow. You know, so it's, it's, a good, it's a good number of people to be asking, not too much, obviously, you know, you, because you know what it's like with emails. You kind of you've got to try to get a balance of you've got to keep the business going and sales coming in. You want to tell people new information as well. And then there's also that other area where you want to develop further for the future. And uh, with the high profile cases like the one that you mentioned over in Ireland, I'd not actually heard of that one myself. And mm. um, but back in 2021, I was very much thinking about Sarah Everard, which who was um that's you know, right. Yeah, you kind of, you know. Yeah, I've heard of that case, yeah. And, and that that to me was, they're all terrible cases, but that one had that extra kind of um, horror because of the, was he called Cousins, the, the guy, the, 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 the off-duty uh, policeman? Yes, yeah. A policeman, you know, so he, he will have had a card, what, you know, the, his, uh, his ID card. Uh, so that's what was really on my mind back in 2021, thinking, could we do anything? Is there anything we could do with what we've got? You know. Yeah. So, yeah. And now you you mentioned actually COVID. Did did things slow down, or was it a time to just develop during the lockdown of of COVID? You know something. This is no word of a lie because I, I know that people sometimes you know they, they they exaggerate just to try to make things look bigger. I won't exaggerate. I'm I'll be always be honest, be really transparent. I've got a really small team here, and COVID was incredibly busy and i'll tell you why because what we because at first obviously i think everyone panicked um and then you kind of realized as, as a small business realized that actually with the furlough scheme and people not 
having the same kind of expenditure, uh, expenses, I should say, mm-hmm. um, overheads to their life, then there was more kind of money and they, they, were, they were buying. So face mask exemption cards for the people, because obviously like things like asthma, COPD, um, physical and mental impairments, um, they all fell under the, the government's kind of guidelines for, for having a, a genuine face mask exemption card. So we said, well, we've already got this database. We can make cards. We have various machines that are right behind me that, that where we can make cards. Why don't we do a face mask exemption card? And we, we have uh, on the site, it's a, we called it the face mask exemption splash. Right. Someone could literally scan the card and hold the phone up. Because there, there were stories of, People have been in post offices being abused verbally. Then you know why haven't why are you not wearing a face mask? You know, and poor things like they're asthma or COPD. Yes, or they just couldn't wear one. So we we did that, and and then further on down the line, foreign face mask exemption cards. So if you go to Italy, France, even now, you know they they're quite strict on you wearing face masks in public places. Yes. So we got translators to professionally translate the all the cards, you know, and all the medical conditions. And uh, do you know what? Like, and that, and it even goes back to the bracelet again. Like, the lovely thing is, if someone scanned the website, that website, if you even on a mobile phone on a QR code, it's yeah. probably going to translate the details for you anyways and say, oh right. Mm-hmm. And what I love is, like, I know what even from the UID uh, portal. You can load up three or four different documents. So what I did was I loaded up the word autism in three or four different languages because I I know hopefully in a year's time I'm hoping to do a foreign holiday with my family, so I have yeah. the the Spanish language as well in in it. You know, so yeah. So that that, that was sort of a bit of a sidetrack. Um, no, that's yeah, that, that that's really good, and you're right. I think um, I mean I know that I use Chrome. Do you use Chrome? Google. Yes. Chrome? Yes. Yeah, so I use Chrome and, and it, it, it often it, it will, I think it sometimes does it on its own. It kind of translates something into in English. Or you can just right click and it says translate to English if it's not in, in English. And it, it does a very good job. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting. We had, we, for the foreign face mask exemption, again, like it's a good idea for two reasons because. If they've got a, a, a genuine medical condition, then they should really be carrying a medical ID card. And the face mask exemption cards um, do two jobs in one. So we had like we've had diplomats from oh, where was she from? Uh, she, I think it was uh, Denmark who travelled to all different countries in Europe, and she had a full range <laughs> like of cards done in yeah. all languages. <laughs> so like. Uh... I've given examples there of like children going missing and stuff like that. I'm sure having 20,000 customers on your database, you hear of good news stories all the time. Have you, have you any that you can share? Um, there are so many, I mean, there literally are in, before we started focusing on Google, because obviously when someone signs up the, the, their email address, unless they, um, choose to unsubscribe, then they go on like, um, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll receive emails, um, for a period of time and the first 90 days is the kind of mm-hmm. the, the window if you like and do you know it didn't occur to us for quite some time to just stick an email in saying if you like the service any chance of a google review you know or, or a review of some kind yes. so recently we did that 
and and we've already got like 200 i think there's 250 reviews in relatively short period of time and the thing that you, that strikes me um as interesting is people are so candid with the reviews it's not just a case of giving five stars and saying uh you know great service they literally write they tell you about the medical conditions they tell you about the how it gives them peace of mind and there's a few there um i did a few um, videos i think for instagram where i sat in the garden and i read the reviews uh, just a few you know and the ones where they, they, they said this has saved my life were always they do like pluck at the heartstrings because you think wow you're making a difference it, it, I, you know, the system's making a difference yeah. the system is you know the work of a lot of people well, not a lot of people but a group of people i do the coding all on my own in fact my my coding skills are so rusty they're like an old rusty nail now you know because i'm focusing on other things so to answer that question you just need to have a look at the google reviews for uid me and they are genuine reviews they're, they're not they're not fabricated you know um they're, and you can tell, you know, you read and you can, t you can yeah, tell. Yeah, yeah, look, look, like, I, I have peace of mind. Like, I I usually take off the, the bracelet off my son when he, he gets home. But every time I go out now, it's sort of like before he gets in the car. It's it's yeah. just a peace of mind that, God forbid, if if I turn my back and he runs away from me, you know. And you know what? It's it's peace of mind because I there's such a lottery of a waiting list, and I'm sure it's the same over in England, to try and even get a, an autism ser service dog, um, so we've applied. There's three different um, charity groups that do the the service dogs. Yeah. Hopefully, fingers crossed, maybe we'll get one at at some stage. But uh, yeah. you know, and because he's pre-verbal at at the time, you know that it it is that's it. Like, what what would be your 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 most popular product? You mentioned the the dog tags, but would you would you say the bracelets would come yeah. second place or? No, the, no, the bracelets, the the, Vel, the Velcro bracelets that you've had are the most. Yes, I mean we what we again um, the con, the constraints that you're working with with say Amazon. Um, I probably wouldn't, wouldn't be on my own saying this, but Amazon is a really um, back in so back in 2014, you could list something on Amazon in the morning, and by the afternoon you were getting sales. You know. Mm -hmm. It was such a good environment. Now, when you look, there's a lot of, you know, um, without being kind of, no racism at all, but it's absolutely polluted with Chinese products. And the, the Chinese merchants get um, subsidies. So they, they can send things for free. So some, sometimes you, you think, well, why can I buy something from China for like 99 pence? with free postage how on earth are they doing it and it's because the government pay for the shipping right um, yeah so so it's not as easy anymore to to get your listing selling and making unless you use i think they call them black hat black hat tactics you know which is paying for reviews and things like that you know we've yeah. all fake reviews but that's so so what we do is we we will take a, the wristband and we'll we'll say well this is a so, for example, uh, an autism wristband. And then we'll, we'll take the same wristband again, duplicate it, and this time it's an asthma wristband. And it is, because of the cards inside. You know, there's, there's, um, there's no... But like, there's so, many, there, there's so yeah. many competitors there, Lee, that, um, as you mentioned, that, that can 
that are making these autism wristbands, Asperger's mm-hmm. wristbands, diabetes, whatever. But you don't know what the quality is like coming from from China, and that's a, that, that's no racism either. It's like you don't know what the quality is like. Like no. you, I've seen other ones that oh yeah, you can get a little metal tag. I know that having something that you attach to a bracelet, my son mouths everything, so he's going to chew that off. The lovely thing about having a hidden ID card inside of a, a Velcro bracelet is he's not he doesn't know that that's in there. You know, unless yeah. he he's able to physically get that that wristband off, and with the amount of Velcro you put on that wristband, he's not going to pull it off. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true, and that I mean that's a good point. What you said there about the um, the the quality of the products that you get from China, and um, I do know because do you remember earlier in, in in the recording where I said that the initially I purchased. Um, this range of wristbands just to supplement the, the sales of a, a reflector that yes yes well that company was um in canada and they made the, the wristbands and they were beautiful quality really nice quality mm. and then um sadly contacted me oh we've been dealing with them for years uh five years or so and they contacted me and said we're not doing them anymore and I thought, what am i gonna do so i um i had a chinese company that had made me some sports ID wristbands, which were nice and good value for money and strong and you know reflective, et cetera. And I had them do the medical ID, medical ID inside one, which is ones that you had. And when I when they arrived, they were terrible. I mean, the, I had well, I think there were five thousand arrived, and they were dreadful. They just were, things that you just said to yourself, you couldn't even sell. No, no, the materials was poor, the workmanship was poor. And it was terrible. So I, 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 I literally had to um, going, going back to when I, in 2012 when I started the business. And, and here's the funny thing: is that I took a course. I was working for the council, and we used to get like the opportunity to do courses, you know, a discount course. And I paid forty pounds, forty UK pounds, and I took a ten-week course to learn how to sew. <laughs> On a sewing machine. Right. And the reason I did that is because I knew that I wanted to make this reflector and I knew that I wanted it to be sold. And and I, I, I eventually made, I, I did six of the lessons. I only needed to know how to do a straight stitch, you know, that mm. I needed to do. And I took uh, 300 of these reflectors to a cycle show in Birmingham, UK, and I sold out. But years later, when I got let down on the medical ID wristbands, at least I could cash in on them sewing skills because I, I was able then to go to um, l- locally, you know, girls locally and, who, who operate machines and say, this is what I want. And I knew I, I, I had that, um, the knowledge of... Even the know, wording of, of, of knowing yeah, what type yeah. stitch, you know, like my wife is good, it's good with a sewing machine as well, you know. But yeah. Like, you know yeah. like, <laughs> she, she once said, oh, you know, you need to put a back stitch in that. I was like, what? Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I have I have my old scouting uh, background as well. So I, I, I've i sewed on badges, but I've nearly sewn my finger onto the, the uniform as well. Well, so. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was having a look at your website earlier about the, the scouting. Yeah, well done. It's great. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so, wow! What a what a what a journey you've had with with this this company. Like, so, how how, how many is involved? It's 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 yourself, your wife. I I believe it's, it's yeah. There's uh, three three of us, and sometimes four. So, and then that's that's kind of like in house, if you like, and then separately, um, 
we the the website and all the kind of coding skills is is a like a web development and coding kind of operation um who could who potentially could do the app as well for walk along we it's, it's interesting you mentioned an app actually because a lot of people have said oh does uid me have an app and and originally we didn't want to convolute anything we didn't want people to be uh, thinking, oh, do I have to download an app in order to get the information from this? Yes, of course. It could be web technology because that yes. would, you know, that seemed like the most simplest thing to do. In fact, sometimes to say no app needed is actually like, oh, right, okay, because everyone expects it these days, you know? Yeah, and, and, and it is a good thing because people think, oh, it's a, if it's an app, does that equal that you need to have a subscription to be able to to read someone's documentation yeah, you know yeah. and and that's the that's the key thing that it, it's it's as simple as either the qr code the phone number that could be written on the tag or or mm. the nfc now earlier on you mentioned about uh your your walk alone and you said about integrating google and google maps mm. will this be a thing that you if if, if it, after trial and testing if it works well that you could also integrated with the the wristbands that if someone opens up the file and, and looks at my son's file i can see exactly where he is too where he or she is well that that's that was asked quite some time ago not so much for autism but uh, i mean the the i was thinking specifically more it was like dementia patients and right. uh, which is i mean the i, I guess the the condition isn't really important it's the it, can it do it or not well the walk alone um when we tested walk alone the any problems that we did have with it were related to um basically related to whitelisting of the the url that goes in so if you imagine if you're advertising a product and so you've got a, a static url mm -hmm. and then you could get that whitelisted quite easily. But when it becomes a dynamic URL, like every single one's different, then it became problematic. So we, we had to go through this, um, this process where we, we just like giving them example after example, because you know what it's like when you, whenever you submit a ticket, they want, they, they want to see examples. So we had to do that. And then they sent us a list of like the 750, I think it was at the time, um, mobile service provider prefixes so the first five digits in the uk of a mobile number mm. uh, it might be that say bt have 50 different prefixes and you know um, and vodafone have another 100 or whatever but it was trying to get as many of them uh, whitelisted for the dynamic urls and that that's really been the challenge so the difference with the the alerts that's, that are sent out as part of UID me so uh, for medical purposes is that I think that that's that's the core service so that's the one that people they start off with that well they, historically they, they started off with that and it absolutely must work yeah and, and because it, it is it's, 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 it's the first it's, it's the first step you know yeah. someone's responding and, and found the patient whether the patient has fallen ill or whether someone has got lost in in which case they've act activated the the information that's that's the, that's the primary that's that you need yeah. to know like 
okay, has this person got a medical condition or what's happened? And yeah. it really doesn't matter afterwards finding out if it's Joe Blog or Jane Smith that has responded. They have that child or adult's information to assist them. And that, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, like anything after that is 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 a luxury, really. Yeah. Um, but with, so the, the question of could we incorporate, I mean, I'd like to, I think, to see how the walk along goes and then potentially add the maps feature as an option so that so that you would have the option to say, well, do I toggle this switch to say I want the map or not? Yes. But currently, whilst we're seeing how the walk along goes uh, and the take up, and then obviously the feedback as well, because that's really important. Um, and then ironing out any issues if there are any. Um, the UID me, it, it just works, you know, in, 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 unless, unless a mobile phone's been purchased, say, in a different country. So like where your phone is purchased and registered plays a big part on whether those alerts work. So like, for example, if you buy a mobile phone in the UK and it's registered in the UK um, and then you travel to um, Spain on holiday or Greece or wherever, then the UID me alerts will still work because it's routing through the UK and then coming to the handset. If you purchase your phone in Australia where the, uh, and if you registered your phone in Australia and then happened to come to the UK, it might not work because the, uh, the service providers over in Australia have different, um, the law is different, you know, on receiving bulk SMS. Well, it's classed as a bulk SMS. It's not actually a very individual one-off SMS when you alert, but the law is different. So, it, you know, that's why being in Ireland, um, I would always recommend somebody to test it first. Now, obviously, you didn't have any problems with yours, yeah. so that, that's a good thing. And we've got many customers that have purchased in Ireland. So, and 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 getting to that question, like, what is, what is what is your audience? What is your customers like? I'm I'm guessing England being being yeah. the largest, but yeah. I, I I guess you've sold internationally with this. Yeah, and again, before Brexit, um, we we saw we used all the um, Amazon. You know, Amazon is the king in terms of like uh, online marketplaces for us anyway. So Amazon sales would represent about probably about eighty percent of our sales altogether. So before Brexit, we um, we traded on the Amazon uh, UK, um, Spain, Italy, Germany, and France. And then also, I think they opened up the Netherlands, and the, the, there's one a week at the moment. They're opening. They're just. They're just. Yes, yeah. Like um, even yeah. even us buying Amazon stuff, like it's it's nearly delivered next day. You know, yeah. and I, I think like, but I bought that from the UK and the Brexit and customs. Yeah, I did get over here so quickly. They obviously have a, a place here in Ireland. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, um. But since the since Brexit, it's become fraught with difficulty. And there's also translation issues as well, you know, with um, if we send it, if we send a product out with in, that's purchased in Germany, for example, and it's got English, you know, the, the silver label on the back of the ID cards, if that's in English, then it's not, it's not brilliant. You know, really, it should be in German. It should be good. Of course. Yeah. You know? um, so for that reason, yeah, we do have, we have customers across Europe, but the, the lion's share is definitely UK, Northern Ireland and Ireland. Yeah, super. Now, 
Lee, I've taken up a, a lot of your time, and I, I, I know that you like to try and get to bed at 8 p.m. <laughs> so I, 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 as I look at, 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 at my, my clock here at the bottom of my, of my screen, if people want to find out more about UID, uh, where do they go? Right, so just um, if you can Google UID me, it should, should come up the top in terms of the search results. But it, if for any reason we don't, then it's you. So it's the, the word you, Y-O-U hyphen id.me. I'm really looking forward Lee, to seeing what extra services and products come along the way. I, I think it's a, it's a much needed service. You've, you've, you, you, you and your team uh, you say you say the product makes it makes it makes it the service work, but like it's the concept as well from you and the team to to be able to do something like this that is helping me as a parent of a child with autism um, and uh, other people with medical conditions that it gives peace of mind. And I I wish you the best with Walk Alone. Like I I think this that that could be a a great product that's gonna come down the line, and I I think that that's gonna be taken up a lot. Hopefully. Uh, taken up a lot by by young and old um and are you gonna are you you're gonna keep the 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 uh, walk alone under the uid me uh website well the walk alone is is, is it does have its own url but ultimately it's it's a part of the um the uid me package um so currently um but it's a watch space i guess that justin it, it could be that um if if that goes well and people like it it's, it's strange because even with the, the medical products and things like walk along, you, you develop these these services, but you really don't want them to ever be used. Yes, of course. It's yeah. like you, you know, there's so many. Yeah, I, I never want that that a car to be scanned. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But well, well, that, well that's the paradox: is that it, it feels it almost feels like ironic saying we'll see see how it goes and if take up is is good. I mean, obviously. You know, you need to run the business. Be kind of like hoping that it, it's never needed, or, or that, but that, that at least if it's if walk along was ever needed, because you had him. It's like you asked about, you know, good stories to share. There, there have been lots. I mean, there was, like I say, you, you know, probably just best off looking at the Google reviews and just having a read through. But you, you want this to, for people to feel. That they've got peace of mind mm-hmm. if it's ever used i mean think about the, the the ramifications of a male or a female feeling so scared that they, they've got to press that button yeah it, it, you, you kind of like don't want to think of it but you know that sadly these things are needed and, because- and Lee, even even going on that like you know you say you say the button on on the phone like that's that's one thing I think, and I can see why the bracelet is so popular. Yeah. Because, God forbid, if I seen someone on the ground that's fallen over or in a med, and and you think that they need medical help, right? You might reach for your phone, you yeah. might try and communicate with the person, but if they're non-responsive, you don't want to be reaching into their pockets to try and find a wallet to to yeah. to, to pull out a card and see you have they got a medical condition or be. Yeah pulling around their neck especially if they're a woman I go I you know you could be yeah, accused of anything yeah. at least with a bracelet and a velcro you, you and it yeah. clearly says on the bracelet medical information inside you yeah. pull that off and you know like that's that's a great thing of about a bracelet you know in comparison to that's that's interesting that Justin because um some years ago we well it was me that did the call I contacted our local ambulance services Lancashire so 
and I contacted them and asked about protocol because I'm I'm personally not a first aid, I'm not a medical, you know, right, yeah. about their kind of protocols and processes. And they said, well, in the event of an emergency, our paramedics would um, check around the wrists and the neck, and then that's it. They, they, right, wow, that's interesting to know. Yeah, yeah. it is because obviously you you it makes sense as well because they're checking the wrist anyway for a pulse. Oh, pulse. Yeah. Right. So. And even sometimes the neck as well, they, 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 may, they may check for a pulse. But then anything beyond that, and they would leave to A&E, you know. Right, yes, um, yeah. Which is, which is a, you know, it's a good thing to know because... But it could be too too little too late at that stage. Yeah, yeah, it could be. But the 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 thing about the, the paramedics is that a lot of customers, a common question for, for us at UIDME has been, oh, do they do what do all the paramedics have do they know are they trained up on this product well mm. no not specifically no. but they're trained up on it's a core part of their job to check the wrists and the for a pulse and so if they see something that says medical id inside and ignore it then <laughs> kind of hmm, like you know, so but even if you're putting it like forget even pulse, if you're putting someone into a recovery position, you're probably going to see yeah. as we put them into the recovery position. Oh wait, hold on, they they're wearing something on their wrist. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, the question to me I always seemed like it's a bit like asking a, a waitress to, has she been trained on how to pour something. It's 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 a similar thing. It's like so obvious that if they see something that relates to medical and they're treating someone for a medical, then you know they're going to check and, and that it would be um, it wouldn't be good professional practice to ignore it. Yeah. Could you answer that one? You know, exactly. exactly. Lee, it's been great talking to you. Um, you enjoyed it, Justin. You hyphen ID.me is yeah. the website. Justin, can I just say to you as well, thank you so much for your personal custom and thanks for, you know, for having me on today. So it's, uh, it's been really good to talk to you. So keep in touch. I will, of course. Thanks, Lee. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Our thanks to Lee Cunningham for joining us on the All Things Techie podcast. Uh, that is episode 58. If you'd like to comment, you can do so by visiting our website, www.allthingstech.ie. You can tweet me directly at Justin or Dawson. Uh, all the details on our website. And uh, until next time, please like, com comment, subscribe and share this podcast with some of your friends. And we'll talk to you very soon in episode 59, where I'm going to ask you, how did you leave that WhatsApp group that you really wanted to leave? Goodbye.